0: You all are listening to Lame, the Lexington are Ghosts Real Marxist
1: Experience. I'm Aaron. I'm Jenry.
2: And I'm Claire.
1: Uh this is a podcast that is normally a news podcast, but uh check your calendars. It's the twenty
0: um, third of December, two thousand twenty one. What does that mean?
1: It's 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 time for the uh our our, our everyone's favorite holiday tradition. <laughs> The lame Christmas spooktacular.
0: That's right. Um, oh, open up, open up your presents. Sit down by the by the tree, by the fire, um, and turn on your your radio station to to lame. You're
1: already they're already listening.
0: <laughs> oh, wait. Pause this. <laughs> Pause this. <laughs> Come yeah. back to it
1: in two days on Christmas. Um, open up your presents.
2: I have your whole family listen to it. Sit around the tree. Everyone listen uh-huh. to this together. Very that's, sweet.
1: That's good. Well, this is my Christmas gift. Claire thank you um, I, I've given I've given her the gift of airtime
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so this is uh not a news pod. repeat not a news podcast for
0: it's a little episode. news
1: we're doing some news
0: it's
2: facts
1: okay that is not <laughs> all right okay it's not
2: news it's not news it's not news, news it's history that happens
0: in the past is history
2: so true it's history
1: mm-hmm. all right
2: well, we're going to talk about ghosts and hauntings and paranormal happenings in and around Lexington. Everything's in Lexington. It's all about stuff that's happened in Lexington. Okay, this is Lexington ghosts only. Um, We're just talking about ghosts.
1: Frankfurt ghosts do no, not interact. No, Fr- literally. Georgetown
0: ghosts, get out of Technically, here. Technically,
2: there's one Richmond ghost, so I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Frankfurt, go- Frankfurt ghouls do not interact. That means you, Andy Bashir. <gasps> Yeah. Get it making a little fun? I like that. That's good. That's Thanks good. That's good.
2: Um, well, I wanted to start by asking you guys if you believe in ghosts, or like, what do you think about ghosts? Um you have any thoughts?
1: This is funny. I had a vision, Aaron. Okay. This is the episode that gets us canceled because we're not materialist <gasps> enough. So okay. I'm cutting it off right now, and I'm just going to say no.
0: Cheers. I'm going to say no.
1: Damn it. <laughs>
2: I'm going to say...
1: Convince us. Um,
2: okay, I'll Changing try. Well, but I'll say this. Um, yeah. I don't know if I believe in ghosts. I would like to believe in them. I, Regardless, I think they're fun. And I think ghost stories are fun. I love
1: ghost stories. You're like, you're the... You have the I want to believe poster up, but it's for yes, ghosts. but
0: it's it's about ghosts. Okay. I, yeah, exactly. Well, let, me, let me elaborate my position a little bit. Yeah. As a, as a, as a materialist. <laughs> All right, good. I think I think a lot of people believe in ghosts, like, reasonably, because mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of things that happen to people that in the situation, in the circumstances, can't be explained. And in their minds, it makes sense for them to explain it as ghosts mm-hmm. or like a religious or paranormal experience. Mm-hmm. And so they get in the whole mindset of this is a ghost this is a paranormal thing yeah. that's happening to me and yeah. so then they say that it's a ghost but in reality it's just like something just something weird happened mm-hmm. or just like they're just imagining things or they're over exaggerating it in their brain
2: mm-hmm. yeah i mean i'm a pretty hard believer that there are things that i mean generally speaking i believe there are things that we don't have the answers to or whatever there's things that exist that we have no explanation for i'm not saying it's ghosts Uh
1: but definitely just like the uh radio noise that is um in
2: every other recording that's actually that's literally ghosts i
1: can't folks i just (laughs) 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 gotta just gotta derail the podcast for a second i'm i know you can hear it i'm i can hear it too um i don't i've tried Mm
0: -hmm.
1: we're working on it I think it's fun. Those are the ghosts that I believe in.
0: The only solution, I think, is a Faraday cage around Lame Studios, but that's neither here nor there. We're here to talk about ghosts. Uh Yeah, we're here to talk about ghosts.
2: Well, um, when I was a kid, I really loved... It was like my favorite thing um, was to ask people to tell me ghost stories. When I was a kid, me and my dad, and my dad's friends and their children would all go camping, like, literally almost every weekend. And it was like a thing. Every weekend, we sit around the fire, and I'd always make all the adults tell me ghost stories, okay? But I, over my... Life have had a few unexplainable experiences. I'm not saying they're ghosts, but I thought I'd start by talking about those experiences. and any of your in either of you have any unexplainable experiences feel free to tell them when I'm done but I got some fun I've got some fun ones that I'm gonna
1: tell okay. those first if any listener has any unexplainable oh, experience
2: if any listeners have ghost stories please please send them in do you guys want them to your email or you
1: gmail.com at e- e- attention Claire
2: yeah I will I would love to read them I love at, like having people send me ghost stories and stuff um I'm gonna start by talking about some little ghosts at the University of Kentucky my personal ghost all right. When I say ghost experience, okay, just I'm saying unexplainable experience. We're saying ghosts for the sake. of We're saying ghosts,
1: but... and I'm into saying ghosts okay. because it's the it's the lame spectacular Christmas. It's the lame Christmas it's just easier, It's just
0: easier to classify it all as ghosts. Just is, yeah. I
1: just want I had to say that disclaimer at the beginning so all the serious uh, serious uh, armchair MLs can uh, can can tune out <laughs> and just and let us have some could, fun.
2: I think they can have fun with this episode too.
1: Yeah, I think they. Can. I think I just,
2: everyone can. This episode's. The whole family. It's
0: fun for the whole family. Well, hopefully you're listening to it with your whole family. That's mm-hmm. what
2: I'm hoping.
1: As you do every episode of Lame.
2: Yeah, but this one especially. Yeah. The out-of-town folks are in, and they're yeah. listening uh-huh. to. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. This is a good chance to get hey, your in-laws in.
0: Hey, uh, uh Uncle Uncle Steve, I got a new podcast for you. It's this Lame. You haven't heard of it?
2: Yeah, exactly. I got a, and you and have Uncle to Steve sell it love. to them
1: as a radio program. <laughs> I got this new
0: radio program for you. It's about the Lexington area.
2: Yeah, they'll love it. The,
1: le- the Lexington area marks its experience. That's <laughs> (laughs) That's good. Someone save that for when we, um, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: Well, I am, I'm a UK student. I'm an art student. And so I spent all my time in the School of Art and Visual Studies building, SAVS. It's called SAVS. And I'm going to start off with a few SAVS stories because SAVS is probably the most quote-unquote, haunted place that I've spent the most time in.
1: As a former tobacco warehouse.
2: It is a former tobacco warehouse. It's a really old building. Like for people who don't know, the building's probably close to a couple hundred years old. It was a tobacco packing plant, and then it was... um it was probably abandoned for some time. Then it was apartments. And then it was also empty for some time. And then it was SAVs. Um, so when lots, UK bought it.
1: Lots of different and unique models of exploitation. Not to yeah. be confused with SAVs, the West African restaurant.
2: No, it's not the restaurant. People, when I say SAVs, I've heard that there's sad people don't just know, of course, School of Art and Visual Studies. It is SAVs, the art building, not the restaurant. My first semester at UK, I had a professor who, like, Right at the beginning of class, she was like, uh, "This building's haunted. Just so you all know, there are ghosts here, and you'll hear stuff at night. Like you're gonna hear stuff and experience unexplainable things in this building." Really planted a seed in my head, and mm-hmm. I'm always I, I I'm in SAVS at all hours of the day and night, and I'm like, I'm I'm waiting to see the ghosts. And but I've experienced a few things that I feel like are, uh, maybe unexplainable strange definitely i've been freaked out many times in savs to the point that i've left it is kind of a spooky building yeah especially at night all the lights are off there's like nobody there
1: there are interesting and unexplainable sounds that come from interesting and seemingly unexplainable locations
2: for sure (laughs) for sure um when i so like i have a studio in savs in the basement and it's sort of like a The basement's almost like a long hallway, and on either sides of the hallway are the studios. And they're all open concept, sort of. They're like cubicles, I almost would say. Mm -hmm. Um, And they all have motion sensors in them, like motion sensor lights in them. And I first got my studio, like, almost a year ago, a little over a year ago, like, December uh, 2020. And that first couple weeks there before Christmas, I would go in there every night to go work... And I'd be sitting in my studio, and I would hear all the motion sensors in the basement click on and off, even though I hadn't been walking by them. Because, like, when you walk by them, sometimes they'll click on um, in some of the studios, not all of them. But they're not very sensitive, because, like, this motion sensor in my studio will turn off sometimes when I'm in there. But, like, I'd be sitting down there alone, totally alone. It's winter break, so no one can even get in there, but grad students, certain undergrad students, w- which I was one of them, and faculty, there's no one down in the basement. It'd be just me, and I would sit down there, and I would listen to the motion sensor lights click on and off in all the other studios, like, for a long time, and um, that really freaked me out. Definitely felt like something was walking down the hallway, making them turn on, and then eventually they would click back off, and then they click on again, just on their own. It was very spooky. Um, and also, I so many times have been in the basement of Saus and, like, been um so scared that i left (laughs) been so freaked out that i left
1: yeah well you have that one time that i think about um unless i'm totally fabric came came you have another basement story right yeah okay this is what i'm thinking of this is what's it was this story ladies and gentlemen Uh that made me a believer
2: Oh I, yes, okay. So I think it's it's. I'm pretty sure this is, is the really, story. Is it really? Is
1: really that powerful?
2: It shut the. I, I just, <laughs> we we're about to find it. out. Okay, uh, we're find about out. to find out. I know so, you all are on
1: the edge of your seat. Yeah,
2: one night I was down there, totally alone. It was like probably like three in the morning. There's no one in the building. I the number of times I'm the only person in Sabs is like kind of spooky to me. But um, down in the basement, you can kind of again, it's open concept. You you can kind of hear everything in the whole basement when you're down there, and. I was definitely the only person down there, and I heard the very distinct sound of paper crumpling, like, if you took a piece of paper and crumpled it up into a ball, and I was like, what the fuck? And I thought maybe someone else was there, so I went, I, like, walked down the hallway, and there was no one there, and I was like, okay, kind of weird. All the lights are off. Again, motion sensor lights. They're all off. Like, no one's down there. Um, I was like, freaky, okay. And as I, like, I walked all the way down the hallway... And as I was walking back, I heard it again. And I was like, what the fuck? I couldn't find any explanation. I didn't see anything. But I I heard the paper crumpled distinctly at least two or three times. And then I was so freaked out I had to leave. Because it was, like, loud and clear. That's...
1: Who's crumpling the fucking paper? Who's
2: crumpling the paper?
0: <laughs> the Saps ghosts ghost. of the tobacco workers.
2: Literally ghosts of tobacco workers were doing that. Um, like, a few weeks ago in class, I asked one of my professors, like, sort of as a joke, we were, like, getting off on a tangent in class, and I asked him, I was like, oh, do you think Sabs is haunted? And he, like, with Outscaping Beat, he was like, yes, definitely. And I was like, really? And he was like, yeah, it's old. People have definitely died here, which I thought was a weird explanation.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's a <laughs> it's a, it's a site of, uh, of great worker exploitation, um, land exploitation, and now... Yeah university oh. exploitation yeah uh, huh, huh, huh.
2: yeah for sure but that got us on a whole conversation in that class like if people in there thought that was haunted a lot of other people were like there wasn't a lot of people that were like yes there are ghosts here but there's a lot of people that were like weird things have happened to me mm-hmm. um there's one kid in my class told me a couple great stories that i'm gonna tell one of them i'm gonna save the best one for last yeah
1: yeah, yeah. I, the other one oh i That's awesome. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. If only you could hear it, folks.
2: Yeah. So, um, one of the things he told me about was, so the, he was talking about how he used to, um, be in the painting studio at night a lot and, um he would repeatedly feel like he saw people out of the corner of his eyes and stuff and like always think there was someone else in the room with him when there wasn't ever and it was just in the painting studio this would happen to him and when he told me that I was like no fucking way because I before I had my studio I would spend so much time in the painting studio um and all the time at night I would Like, think I saw someone walk in, and I wouldn't bother looking up, because I'm like, whatever, it's just someone else coming into work. And then after a little, like, after a few minutes, I would look up, and there'd be no one else in the room. And it happened to me literally constantly, but I just thought, okay, I'm imagining things. But hearing this other kid say it, I was like, maybe there is something freaky going on here. But it's definitely just, like, it's nighttime. If you're just, like, a normal undergrad student, you can't get into Sav's past midnight, so... It's kind of like, it's a little jarring when someone just walks into the painting studio, like, past midnight, and you're like, oh, did I know there's someone else here? But, like, it would happen to me all the time, and then there wouldn't actually be anyone else there at all. Um, but the other story this kid told me, which is great, one probably one of the craziest stories this anyone's ever I told think, me. Yeah. So he's in the painting studio at night, and he walks out into the hallway. The way Sav's is set up is, like... For those of you who don't know, it's on Boulevard Street next to Tali Ho. So, like, there's a building that's closer to Tollyho Ho, and there's the building that's closer to the side, or so there's a side that's closer to Tali Ho, and there's a side that's closer
1: to upper. It's kind of a funky-looking L shape.
2: Yeah, sort of. And um, so, like, the painting studio is almost all the way on the end that's closer to Tollyho Ho, and, and the bathrooms in the building are on the exact opposite side of the building um, on the side that's closer to upper. And... Sav's are sort of all open, so like you can kind of see, like down the hallway to the bathrooms, um, no matter where you are in the building, and it's also all open. So like the second and first floors are like open to each other. That's not super important, but like just so you yeah. Can there's imagine. a general.
1: Listeners should stop by and look at Sav's to get a better.
2: It is kind of an interesting building it's the a... way it's set up.
1: I will say this: it's interesting to note that the basement is only. On the on the furthest side. Right? Yes. It's only on one axis of the L.
2: The basement's, like, rather small, too. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a dungeon. It's
1: it's quite small. It's below the bathrooms.
2: It is also below the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, bathrooms in the same spot, Second, first and second floor. Painting studio's on the second floor. This kid walks out of the painting studio, and the bathrooms, just like I mentioned, all the rooms and staffs have motion sensor lights that, yeah. like... The bathroom lights stay on all the time, so, like, even if they're off, if you walk in there, they'll turn back on immediately. This is
1: cool. I'll mention this about the bathrooms. Okay. No doors. I learned this. I was shocked. There's just... It's like a maze. It's like a light trap. It's really...
2: I know. And it's bad, because...
1: It's cool. I think it's fun that there's no doors. You don't have to open the... You don't have to touch it.
2: I mean, that's true. But also, you can, like, hear people peeing... Like outside the bathroom, or uh-huh. whatever that. Like. I don't know. Well,
0: it's like it's like reminiscent of uh, you know the little canisters used to develop film. How they're they're light proof, but they still water can still go through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little it's a little homage to that because it's the
1: art. Some place. might call it a light <laughs> trap. <laughs> yeah. Great stuff. All right. And now that we sufficiently talked about the architecture and uh, yes, and so well actually, it's important
2: building. to actually mention that you can hear what's inside the bathrooms outside the bathroom. Actually, yes. this is important to the story. But thank you. So I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> um, so this kid walks down the hallway. He says really late at night. He's pretty sure there's no one else in the building. Again, you can kind of tell when there's other people in the building because the whole thing is open. You can hear everything that's going on in the building everywhere. Yes. Um, and he said he could see down to the bathrooms. They were dark. There were no lights on. And he heard the hand dryers were on. And he said he walked down to the other end of the building. And it sounded like in both bathrooms the men and women's bathrooms that all the hand dryers in both bathrooms were on and the lights were off. There was Gosh. no one in there. And he said, it was so loud. Like all the hand dryers were on. I don't know if he went in and investigated, but the idea of that being inside late at night, also the, they turn the lights off. The like lights in the main atrium area are all off at mm-hmm. night. So it's like dark. There's no lights on. You walk down there's hate, all the handwriters are on, they're loud as fuck, mm. and you're totally alone in the building. It's like pretty spooky to me. That's really good. It's like one of the best, like most yeah. compelling, mm-hmm. I feel, little ghost stories someone's ever told me.
1: I'll just say that there's a lot of my personal experience, there's a lot of interestingly timed plumbing noises and stuff that mm-hmm. will happen irrespective of anything that yeah come from places where you don't think there should be plumbing, is all I will say.
2: Yes, totally, because when I first moved into my studio there, and I, I was there at night a lot more, um, and, like, in the basement a lot more, the I would—now I'm used to it, but, like, at the beginning, I was, like, frightened yeah. frequently, because not, I was like, where, yeah. what is this noise, and where is it coming from?
1: I've chalked a lot of the noises up to some sort of plumbing and some sort of, like, w- yeah. like, like water hammer thing, but uh-huh. not all of them— it, let me say this: water flowing through a pipe is not the first, uh, top five things I would describe the some of these noises as.
2: No, and the other thing is too in the basement. Um, I'm not saying this is a ghost, but it's definitely weird, and it happens all the time. The ba- the elevator rooms in the basement, and it is super loud. Like it's, it is. Like, the loudest sound of the basement is when the elevator moves. You can hear it in the little elevator and it's in the basement. And all the time, when I am totally convinced there's nobody there but me, I will hear the elevator move. Like, not a lot. Like, one floor. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm like, weird, weird. Um... Not necessarily ghosts, but definitely freaky. Especially when you think you're alone in the building and it's 3 a.m. And you've been alone for hours and you hear yeah. the elevator move. It's like, eeeeee. Yeah. <laughs> well, now
1: that this has just become an architectural review of salves. Okay, yeah. Um, just a lot of... It's it's a curious place. The elevators um have a... I forget what you describe them as. But they have the kind of counterbalance system that, like, is trying to, like... Be cool with it and like only apply like a perfect amount of weight or whatever. Yeah. So if you if too many people step on the elevator at once, the elevator will do like a will like a, like a jump down really fast and back yes, up. Yes, which I hate. Which is and terrifying. Also, the elevator.
2: Wait, this is kind of fun. Not a ghost thing, but last semester, like back in the spring. <gasps> yeah, yeah. The elevator would always go to the wrong floor, no matter what. It would go to the wrong floor. It kind of, it almost. I kind of got used to the pattern, and I would be able to figure out what it was uh-huh. going to do based on what floor you were on and what floor you were going to. But. It was super annoying because you just get on the elevator and kind of, it would always go to the wrong floor, then go to the right one.
1: And of course, I I don't think we pointed this out. The basement is um, ID restricted. Yes, even more so than anything else in the building, the basement including the elevator,
2: is ID restricted. And so is the third floor, which is where the faculty studios are, which is annoying. Mike, when
1: get, 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 stop talking to me, talking to the mic. <laughs> oh, the
2: mic's not like pointed. Can well, I let, move yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, pointed. Move the oh,
1: mic. Right. Double oh. shot, double for shot, for the visual here, Claire got so engaged in this topic <laughs> that she that she leaned she leaned out and over I can't see you. from in front of the pod. Don't look. It's an audio based media but I'm talking to you. <laughs> oh, leans out away from the mic to get a bit. And it sounds like this. Doesn't that sound? <laughs> I think it sounds good. Okay.
0: What I was. Claire, what kind of, what kind of elevator is in tabs? They have an Otis elevator, the DC elevator. It's, um, I don't even
2: know. Stop tapping
1: the sorry. table. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Listeners. You did so good.
2: <laughs> okay. I'm going to be better again at podcasting. Um, it's the kind of elevators that are made by, you know,
1: oh, you always oh, comment on it. We, oh, what are they? Uh, what? Tyson Krupp?
2: Yes, yes, sure. yes. Oh,
1: those guys. <laughs> the Nazis?
2: Yeah, the Nazis. The, well, that's why the that's why people that uh,
1: that uh, the Dulles brothers um, uh, uh, w- uh, personally were their own personal clients while they were working for the OSS. By the way, um, for uh, transferring the funds of the uh, very much Nazi-associated Tyson Krupp family mm-hmm. um, into America. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh. That's the legacy lives on at Sabs. The
2: That's legacy right, is baby. living on at Sabs. Baby. UK, a
1: proud supporter of Nazis,
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> legally, allegedly, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 allegedly everything.
2: So, anyways, they the, do
1: buy ThyssenKrupp, so you know.
2: Yeah, think about that. Think about it. But um, so, third floor and basement are ID restricted, and when the elevator was messed up, it would like go to those floors all the time without you yeah. badging it, which was fine, but it was a little annoying because the number of times I'd be sitting in the basement and. The, the elevator doors would open to the basement, and the people in the elevator would laugh because they were on the wrong floor. It was, uh-huh. like, all, it was all the time. Whatever. It doesn't matter. This one grad student emailed one of the people that works, like, in the front office, like, can you please send somebody to get the elevator fixed? Because it was super annoying in the middle of the day. And there was a bunch of people trying to get on the elevator. It was, like, it's going to the wrong floor. Whatever. It sucked. And she just responded, must be the ghosts that are doing it. Ha ha. And, like, That's no one good. ever got the elevator fixed.
1: They should put the elevator in uh, uh, Shabbat mode.
2: Yes. Or it just goes to
1: every floor and you don't have to press any buttons. Well, that's
2: perfect. I <laughs> that would that. That seems it. actually
1: pretty... They should get a pattern oster because those never break. Um... Well. Okay, since we're on elevator chat right now, since this become <laughs> Elevator Corner, you, how can you imagine like an angry petition to Eli Capiluto, um demanding, out of all things, that they get new elevators because they don't like the nazi heritage <laughs> well, of one.
0: in the okay so i think in 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 patterson office tower and also in the engineering buildings they use otis elevators
1: okay we really they're are my, getting into elevator
0: dogs i think i think don't quote me there's definitely otis elevators in the engineering building they may or may not have DC elevators in the Patterson Office Tower. They
1: have DC ele- I've seen DC elevator yeah. service trucks at the parking structure. So we
0: got we got all all represent not, all elevators represented. Uh,
1: we're very diverse. Anyway, can we get back to hearing Spooky's story? <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I felt like I had one other story from Saz, but it's left my mind now because I just remembered it while we were talking. Whatever. We're gonna come back to it if I remember it, but mm-hmm. We're going to move on from Sav stories because that's kind of the end of my Sav stories.
1: Sav's, Oh, I will say while we're at, let's just talk one fun. Okay, yeah, I have got yeah, a fun yeah. Sav's fact for okay, you. Yeah. Um, this is about the paper guillotine in their print shop. Oh,
2: this is fun. This is
1: great. <laughs> so there's a giant window at one end of Sav's on the second floor that did not exist there when it was a tobacco um, packing plant. Mm. They cut a giant hole because they had they wanted to get this like like late 1800s paper guillotine. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's gigantic and heavy as shit yeah um and uh it's they don't keep it sharpened
2: they don't keep it it sharpened. sucked it's an antique it is a real paper guillotine like from a real old it's school nice print shop. i
0: feel like i feel like i need to join the iww whenever right, i play yeah. It.
2: <laughs> yeah it's fun i love it except i last time i used it it was all the cuts were crooked It was terrible we don't have to get it was into embarrassing it, but yeah. i was it was spooky. i was furious I was, it was the, ghost hitter.
1: it's frighteningly bad oh.
2: Little print shop ghosts in there, like, yeah, doing yeah. the paper guillotine or in the printing presses. it be cute.
1: If
0: they're... Okay, so if SAVS was occupied... We can talk about this and then move on. Okay. But if, if SAVS was occupied by STEM majors, uh-huh. what kinds of stories would they be telling? What do you mean by this? Like, because there's like a bunch of, like, arts people uh-huh. in the building right now, right? Uh-huh. So they're a lot more, like, creative and, like, not... like. If, if the STEM people are in there, they're just they're going to try to explain everything. Yeah.
1: The engineering That's complex true. is cursed. Um, oh, no, it is definitely. cursed. I just, just want to say that, and I'm it. curious. I'm curious if there is um anyone like if there's anyone because you know a lot of a lot of certain types. Are in STEM, right? As Aaron is alleging, <laughs> I'm very curious if they have any sort of thorough understanding of the um, sort of architectural oddities of their building. Because I'd love to, I'd love okay. to stick some STEM majors here's, on the Here's one that
0: didn't make it into the cut of lame ones. So I do. It's not really a ghost story, but it is an architectural odd, oddity. Okay. Of, of um, F Paul Anderson Tower, F Pat. Or yeah. they Used to have the old radio. The old pirate radio on
1: that's there. it's not pirate it's a amateur radio <laughs> yeah, and they did in fact they de- that is where they developed slow scan television so show some respect
0: all right oh. all right um, anyway <clears throat> that building was not properly grounded um, yeah. up to up to the 5th floor and so what would happen is if you're trying to take an oscilloscope reading mm-hmm. from from one outlet on the 5th floor to try to measure like voltage and stuff for electronics uh-huh you would get, if you plugged it into one outlet, if you plugged the oscilloscope into one outlet, you would get a completely different voltage than on the other side of the room. That would be okay. That's understandable for, like, most used cases. Mm -hmm. However... The differences between the voltages were in like 100 volts or like 200 <laughs> volts. So, <laughs> wow, they have the a 300 volts
1: power supply over here. That's great.
0: <laughs> like, holy shit, what's going on? And it wasn't fixed until they installed new elevators in that building. Mm-hmm. And they installed literally i knew they had a physical wire going down into like into ground because that floor just was not ground like the rest of the building <laughs> grounded fine normal specifically the fifth floor what they've done, done to F- like there.
1: have you seen some of the, the the one of some of the remodeled floors of fpat yeah it's really listeners it's like really it's like very 60s college and mm-hmm. then you like go like from like full floor three to four and all of a sudden the fourth floor is like a airport luxury. Well, that's lounge. the third
0: floor. That's where they have all the advisors. Right. And have, like okay. the whole like study area. It's it's weird. It's goofy. Previous engineering student.
1: Uh huh. Yeah.
0: <sighs> I know. Testimony. I know the the, the evils of that
1: building. <laughs> Anyways, maybe us, maybe us art majors. Um, and by right. us, I mean just Claire could use um, <laughs> could use uh, like one guy in STEM. To just be like, oh, this is a very natural pipe thing or whatever.
2: Well, the pipe thing, I'm not convinced is ghosts. I'm just convinced the building's all kinds of messed up. Well,
1: I think the some of the pipe thing that I'm is looping ghosts. into pipe thing <laughs> that maybe isn't pipe thing, but it happens with a similar kind of weird regularity.
2: Yeah, I don't really know what's going on in the building. Also, the, maybe this is normal. There's uh-huh. a bunch of like... I don't even know how to explain this. The ceramics room, a bunch of grates in the floor or there's just moving water going through. the is that normal? And you no, can see it. Wait, wait, hold,
1: hold, save, save that for the, save that for the last bit of the podcast.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll save come that. back to that. We'll, we'll revisit that. that
1: because holy shit. How have you hid that from me? Um. I never think
2: (laughs) about it unless I'm in there and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?"
1: Okay, go. What's (laughs) next on your?
2: Okay, I'm gonna move on from the SAVS stories because I have a couple other uh, like unexplainable things that happened that are not at SAVS. Okay, Uh, I used to live on Maxwell Mm -hmm. in an old house. It was probably like from the 1800s. I don't know. I would say the house is definitely at least 100 years old, but probably older. Um, shitty, horrible student apartments. They've ruined one of these nice old houses and cut it up into a bunch of small apartments. And I lived in a one bedroom. Um, and above me was another. So like the first floor was two apartments and the second floor was one apartment. And when I first moved in there, I was always pissed because my upstairs neighbors would stop around all hours of the day and night. It bothered me a lot because it was, like, incessant. I was like, what could they be doing? Um, I moved there in, like, mid-July, and then sometime in mid-August, somebody moved in there. There was nobody living there for an entire month that I was hearing all this. And I don't think it was people just working on the apartment because it would be, like, the middle of the night, and there would be people stomping around up there. Which, and it was really, I don't know. I was freaky. It was a little freaky. But it was, like, empty. The whole time that was happening. And when they moved oh. in there, it stopped. I almost never heard them walking around.
0: Wow. You ever seen Spirit not Spirit Away? You ever seen uh My Neighbor Totoro? I have. You know the the dusk gremlins. Yeah. Before before you move in.
2: Mm-hmm. So they were just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: were waiting. For that. <laughs> but for
2: that. I, if it was ghost, I will say I have another, maybe one of the more unexplainable things that ever happened to me happened in that apartment. Oh, um, the way my apartment was set up, it was like it was not supposed to be a studio apartment. There were no doors. Let me just say this. But it was like <laughs> my bedroom having a lot
1: of paranormal experiences in doorless places. I'm starting. you to can notice. hear
2: everything that's yeah. going on. But, um, so like my room was like connected to the kitchen and connected to the kitchen was the living room, basically. But the way it worked is that there was, like, another little, like, tiny hallway-ish area that connected my bedroom to living room. So it was, like, kind of triangle, if you could imagine. Okay. Um. By so one morning, I was laying in bed. And I heard, like, a loud thump in my kitchen. And I had just woken up. So I was kind of like, whatever. I don't really care. And I'll, I'll investigate this later. And when I got up a little later... I figured out what it was, what I think it was. So basically in my kitchen, like right next to the doorway that led into the living room, on top of the counter, I had my microwave and on top of the microwave was a fruit bowl. And um, a lemon that was in the fruit bowl somehow left the fruit bowl and was now in my living room, but nothing else in the fruit bowl was moved. Nothing else was changed. It's not like I heard it roll out and like hit the microwave and hit the counter and then it rolled out of the kitchen into my living room. I just heard like thumb once as though it was like tossed out of the fruit bowl or and into dropped. my, into, or dropped, of <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, taken out of the fruit bowl and dropped into my living room because I don't know. It was freaky though, but I was like, nothing else was moved. Nothing was changed just the lemon moved and it was in, I also think it was in a like produce bag and it was no longer in the produce bag when it was in my living okay, room. Okay.
1: Well that's hearsay, but that's, that's hearsay.
2: But I was kept, when I, I the only reason I say that is because when I buy fruit, I leave it in the produce bag, uh, but
1: you're, I don't appro- know. you're approaching, you're telling us about your dreams here, but <laughs> yeah, uh, but
2: that was real. And that happened.
1: Interesting. If true, um,
2: it's uh, the, it's I will true. Say it it's obviously not
1: ghost. It is totally, um, uh, just, uh, a psychic or Did anything. you uh, yeah. ever have that
0: apartment tested for carbon monoxide?
1: No, that's it. the, that's can it with the Reddit response over <laughs> here. <laughs> Bitches online are always like, Oh, have you checked your apartment for carbon monoxide? No. And I don't want to.
2: No, but I think I if like I it had like carbon,
0: <laughs> cause it can cause memory loss.
1: I the- like writing letters to my intruders. I like receiving notes from them.
2: Uh huh. Well, if I had carbon monoxide poisoning, um, Nothing ever happened. I was okay.
1: Yeah. Well, (laughs) yeah, the neighbors moved in and there was a giant, they, in their upstairs, there was a giant dial that was turned to carbon monoxide and they go, huh, and just turn it off. (laughs) And you were just hearing the pump. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Shouldn't have left that one on. But
2: the, I don't know. The lemon thing was weird because it was one of those things where I was like did I do this? Also and then I was like, there's no way. It's
1: a very uh, cinematic lemon on the floor. Lemon what does on the it floor? floor.
2: What does it mean?
1: Someone write a dissertation on that. Yeah. What are they trying to say with the lemon?
2: Yeah. I have one more ghost story that I'm going to tell before I move on to like haunted places in Lexington. Okay. Um, and it's not my story, but it's my dad's story, but it's like the best ghost story anyone's ever told me. Right. And it, when I was a kid, it was like my favorite story for my dad to tell me. I don't, tell it as good as my dad but i'm gonna try to do it justice okay so my dad was college age this was like 30 years ago or whatever Mm -hmm. um he was visiting one of his friends at school i don't know what school he went to i actually think this was in ohio so like i'm really sorry listeners this is not this
1: is a it might i don't know whatever doesn't matter and if you close your eyes (laughs) uh, (laughs) imagine don't the rest, everything happened literally. The only part where you're going to have to suspend your disbelief for this story <laughs> is that you need to pretend that it happened in, like, Midland. Well, listen, <laughs> the only reason,
2: well, it's only bad because I made the big thing up being like, this is only in Lexington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this didn't happen in Lexington. You should
1: have checked your own notes.
2: I know, I'm sorry. Um, But, so, my dad's visiting one of his friends at school, and um, wherever it is, It's really hilly, like, out in the country, and um, my dad and his friends are in the car driving down this long, like, country road. It's really, the road's really straight, but it goes up and down a bunch of huge hills. So, like, um, you can't, like, see the bottom of the hills from, like, if you're coming up a hill, you can't see the bottom of the hill on the other side, if you can imagine.
1: So, a normal country hill.
2: Yes, exactly. I was just trying to paint a picture here. Um,
1: Your vision's impaired.
2: Yes, um, your vision is impaired by the hills. So my dad and his friends are in the car going one way down the road, and towards the other end of the road, there's like a single headlight coming at them, going the other direction on the other side of the road, like single headlight of a motorcycle, if you will. Yeah. And they are going towards the, the motorcycles going towards them. They watch the motorcycle go up and down over the hills, like they can see at the top of the hill, and then disappears uh-huh. before coming up over the next hill and
1: so far just a motorcycle
2: yes um so the hill when they're finally like about to pass each other the motorcycle goes down the hill they don't see it anymore and but it never comes back there's up the other side of the hill and my dad and his friends keep going straight and they never pass anybody it's gone they never pass anybody they don't see anyone pulled over on the side of the road no one ever drives the other way past them it's just gone the light's just gone whoa and um my dad found out later that there's like a little local legend going on oh, with this shit. road because oh, some guy died in a motorcycle accident on that road. And legend has it that sometimes at night you can see the single headlight of the motorcycle going up and down the hills.
1: No way. And Come it on. literally
2: happened to my dad and he didn't know until after it happened. That's,
1: now that's really something.
2: I know. Isn't that a fun story? That's
1: good. It's a good that one. That is fun. Even though it happened in Ohio. Anyway.
2: It happened. Come on, it happened in Kentucky, man. It happened
1: man. in Midway. It happened in Midway. <laughs> we'll be meeting. We'll be having a disciplinary meeting after. Uh...
2: <laughs> so yeah, that's like the best. That's like my favorite ghost story anybody's ever told me. I think it's very cute. That's good. So, anyways, do you, either of you guys have any stories you want to share before I
0: move on? There no? was oh no, There was.
1: Go <laughs> no, no, please, please, please. I'm
0: begging you. I mean, I don't know. that's not interesting. That's okay. Okay. Um, and when I was like, I don't know, like 10,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, there was this period of, I guess it was like around Christmas time, when I remember uh, whenever I would fall asleep or like start to fall asleep, I would hear somebody whisper my name in my ear, mm. like really loud. It's a good I one. Was, they were like, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Who is, who is in my room? That's a good and. Little... And that, I, I made it go away by putting my blanket over my ear. Uh-huh. And that was like, and that
1: was like, and that was like.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> protected <laughs> just, you.
1: By just ignoring it. Weird, yeah. I used to see this guy standing at the foot of my bed every night. He went away when I s- closed my eyes.
0: <laughs>
2: well. That's yeah,
1: awesome. But I mean, that was, and then
0: that, that was really like all that came out of that. Sometimes, uh, no, there was this one time. I was vacuuming my my parents' house mm. when I was like ten. Oh, and you and you
1: got it, like N- like it was like no, Luigi's was- Mansion style.
0: <gasps> no, the- I didn't. No, oh, yes, I wish, yes. I that wish, did. I wish. No, it was just whispering. <laughs> it was just whispering, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" Oh, and oh
1: freaky! Yeah. And then you learned a few days later that there was a local legend um, about. <laughs> uh, uh, carbon monoxide. Okay, I'm getting my well, notes. Well, no. Then I, oh. learned, then I learned about um,
0: there's this there's this psychological phenomenon that, that people have where if you listen to a bunch of white noise, your brain doesn't really know. Like, oh, right. Your so brain doesn't know like what to do with it. So Literally
1: sensory deprivation. That's yeah. Great. So
0: sometimes sometimes what happens is your yeah. brain just like makes you hear your name or things. Well, yeah. Whenever just, like, I normal. listen to
1: the original recording, like no remaster, the the original pressing recording of david bowie's space oddity somewhere during the f- every time i listened to it i would i would literally like i was like in high school every time i listened to it, i was like i was like oh shit my mother just I, and i pause it yeah at, like some at random point in the song i'd be like like what what were you guys like, like goodness, i go to was like what, what were you guys calling for And they're like we didn't or whatever and i've listened through and i don't but it's just i at some point in that song i'm just like i'm like i i get this unmistakable feeling that someone has just called for, like, called up for me and I have ignored mm. them. That happens
2: to me actually a lot, all the time, when I've had friends on.
1: Huh. I
2: think it's like a, I feel like it's, it's like a, panic a it's a pattern. What'd you say?
1: It's a panic it's response. A, literally.
2: I feel like it's like a pattern seeking thing. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean?
1: Mm. Whatever. Well, that could, you could explain this whole episode away with, I think it's pattern seeking, <laughs> right?
2: Pattern seeking with those fucking hand dryer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's white noise, right? <laughs>
2: It was Those about pipes the white don't noise.
1: follow any kind of pattern. Okay, okay, right. <laughs> okay, right. We got we got three answers for every ghost story, right? Bad plumbing, uh-huh. uh, 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 um carbon monoxide yeah. or white noise. <laughs> yeah. It's
2: yeah. Yeah, and I think we're going to explain away all these That's with that.
1: <laughs> all right, crisis we solved it.
2: Wait, we answered the question are ghosts I'm real? I'm not scared anymore. <laughs> Like,
0: just carry on with me a carbon monoxide detector and a white noise generator. You can't.
1: <laughs> 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 My hands are shaking so bad. It's like like making like a Doppler effect on the mic. So you're like, I am not afraid <laughs> anymore. I'm having a very normal time on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah.
2: That's good. Okay. So I did a lot of research also about... Allegedly haunted places around okay. Lexington. This I'm
0: excited for.
1: Well, that I is, what does that research the... <laughs> look like? I'm just curious. What do you mean? What does it look like? I mean, like, like, like. Do you just go to the library and you're like, hello? I would like. Do you got anything? Got any weird places? I me? read
2: some books, did some online research, and I'm, here's the thing. I did a lot of emailing
1: people. No way. Whoa. Boots on the ground. Boots, Boots on, on the ground, the except not
2: really because I either. And the I emailed a ton of people who work at historical places around Lexington. I either got no response or very terse, kind of rude responses. They're people afraid. people literally they're afraid to speak the truth. <laughs> <laughs> people do not like I think people do not like being asked if places they work are haunted. And what I found as I did more research, because the first thing I did was yeah, I emailed a ton of people. Like this was several weeks ago, and I sent out a ton of emails to a bunch of different people, and I for I was like Hi, I'm a UK student, and I'm, like, doing research about, like, allegedly haunted places around Lexington. <laughs> and, like, very, like, I'm due, writing a paper or something. These, I got one real terse response, and I'm not going to say who it was from, because I don't wish to... To throw any historical sites in town or under under the
1: bus. but... Oh yeah, because we so because people we're so worried about um, about about the not, fans
2: are gonna send them hate mail. Okay? We're very
1: cause we're very careful about 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 um carefully analyzing a local institution before we condemn it on this podcast.
0: <laughs> Look the, the lame listeners, we have a lot of we have a lot of podcasts.
1: You're gonna be like, you're gonna name the historic place or whatever. We're gonna be like, boo, shame on you. And then we're gonna get a DM from Blake Hall being like, um actually you Got it all wrong. That was like this one thing, and also I'm on the board
2: for that. Like, so. uh, the stands are gonna like leave terrible Yelp reviews, and these places shut down.
1: Peter Do <laughs> Warren, who has now been like converted to
0: love the show,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're gonna tell like a story about like the Kentucky Theater, and then mm-hmm. just like, but because Fred you said Mills that, dies yeah, because because, of it. because you said that in Kentucky Theater, Fred Mills is dead. <laughs> lame, they lose lame, the contract. Yeah, um, they lost the contract. Lame lame fan boycott. At the
1: Kentucky Theater. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Well, I will we get, go. Ahead. We get mega canceled because we went to the Kentucky Theater.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll say right off, it was not the Kentucky Theater, so don't okay, worry. Okay.
1: Don't. Did okay. you email
2: the Kentucky Theater? I didn't. I actually didn't even think of that one. It's a theater. I know. There may be our ghosts there. We'll do some research after this. every.
1: Okay, for next
2: year's Spooktacular. It we'll
1: has know. to. Yeah. Stay tuned. Next. Next uh, Christmas Spooktacular. Really, the. I, I can't name you any other place than the theater. What other kind of building has an explicit policy that you have to do every night as like a ritual to ward off ghosts? Then it's like, it's them in the Catholic church.
2: Do you want to talk about that? Cause maybe the listeners don't know.
1: Oh, well, so if you're in a theater and not like a movie theater, although they've used it as a stage, so they should follow this rule. Mm-hmm. Um, in a theater, not like a movie theater, but like where you see a play or whatever. In a theater. No, yeah. actually, <laughs> actually, no. Theatre is the art form. And the physical place is a theater, uh, not right. a theaterie. Uh, whatever.
2: All right, all right. <laughs> we
1: there is a special. I mean, anything counts. But there is in most professional theaters, um, there is a like custom-made uh, light. Um, usually sh- uh, that is basically it's on one big roller. It's a it's a it's a pole on a roller. The lights on top of it, no shade, almost always a bar cage around it. Um, assumedly because it so frequently gets thrown to the ground. Who knows? <gasps> um, but basically, the last thing you have to do in a theater if you're turning the lights off for the day or whatever is you have to roll out a. Um, you have to roll out this—they call it a ghost light—and plug mm-hmm. it in, right? So it's on. Okay. Now let me say this: I know people that are on, like USITT, right? Um, the United States Institute of Technical Theater, yeah, um, and a bunch of different other sort of organizations like this. And a lot of them, in a more official capacity, will tell you, "Oh, we uh we leave the light out as a um a safety uh for safety because um you know." a the edge of a stage is not a, a standard structure that people walk on so it's important to have a light so they don't accidentally fall off into the pit bullshit it's it's, it's about the ghosts and you believe it and that's yep. fine i do it hey i i do it too yeah i always leave a ghost light on
2: i mean um, cuz i'm not an idiot it seems like theaters are like very haunted it seems mm. like there's always haunted theaters
1: around well it's good i th- i think part of that forget okay um before everyone anyone is like oh it's because of the art is what of our art brings about the feeling the, there's something magical about the work that we do in the space shut up shut up shut up it's because so many people die in theaters man yeah. is the the there are fewer okay in in terms of the i mean okay ignoring the last 20 years of american history the most likely place for just a group of people to just mass die at was a theater.
2: Didn't you talk about this last week?
1: No, wait, really? I
2: think you're talking about like
1: No. Fuck you were talking really? about
2: crash bars? I think you brought this up I, I was, was talking about what? You were talking about crash bars and stuff in in on doors?
1: Why were we talking about crash bars? Oh, yeah. You're talking about Yeah,
0: we were you were talking about the crash bar. Well, that was a different situation the, though.
1: On the last episode. episode. It was about
2: theaters though. It was about it was about like um
1: being likely to die. Yeah, you, yeah. you were
0: in a theater and then the crash bar didn't work. You were like, that, that crash bar right. always yes, should work. Yes, right.
1: yes, yes, yes. Because the crash bar doesn't work because in uh, the crash bar, of course, it was, I don't know if I said it then, it was developed in Chicago after the Iroquois theater fire because yeah. people yeah, couldn't. That great 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 stuff very haunted place i've had a paranormal experience at the iroquois theater do you but want to talk sa- about it for time i'm saving that for a little. oh my god how <laughs> so long have we been going we're almost 50 minutes um wow how time flies <laughs> oh no it's
2: i haven't even got into the christmas research it is the christmas spectacular. Guitar. we'll get
1: we'll get so to let's, it let's
0: hear about the lexington the okay lexington ghost stories
2: okay <laughs> so anyways i got this one really rude email from a guy at a certain historical site and he was like i've worked here for 20 years i've been here all hours of the day and night and i can definitively say this place is not haunted well it seems like a lot of people are saying other things other than this man a lot of people are saying these places are haunted doesn't matter i'm not saying where but what? okay they all the places that i did research are allegedly very t- haunted um so the I listened to this I don't know if you guys know this Lexington Public Library has a podcast
1: okay, great. <laughs> another another competitor to the uh, best Lexington podcast Well you guys will be happy title. to see that
2: the YouTube channel they upload all the episodes only have like 10 listens an episodes, so I yeah, don't know well, how
1: much Well I me and Aaron will be that'll be 12 um. After this podcast, They have goes a really up.
0: good walking tour podcast. Oh. I really love listening to that. I just oh, like sometimes I fuck sit in my room. It's already
1: one of the ten.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm already, I'm already on
1: it. Well,
2: it's called Tales from the Kentucky Room. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways,
1: okay,
2: I it's and it's all Lexington. I mean, t- Kentucky history. All the episodes are, but I listened to this one episode where they were um, interviewing a guy. Uh, his name's Doctor Jonathan Coleman, and he used to do history walks around Lexington, and now he's um. He does something else now. Oh, he's the director of the Bluegrass Trust now, which oh, is Christ, interesting. Man. <laughs> whatever. But, so I listened to that episode of my podcast he was on. And he talked about a couple little local ghost stories. Um, one of the ones he talked about was the January House, which is on 2nd Street, which I went and I, I took a little look at. Oh. Didn't see any ghosts, okay, but I did well. take a look at it. It is just someone's home. Someone just lives there now. Oh. Um, it was built in the 1800s, whatever.
1: It's who died there?
2: well you're about to find out okay cute cool. so um there was a guy who lived there not the guy who built it but the guy after in the 1840s his name was Tobias Gibson he had a daughter named Sarah Gibson he was like big like a uh, rich kind of guy uh big kind of socialite type type beat here in Lexington um and his daughter Sarah was like a debutante type thing okay so she was going to get married in the house um, and he was actually, this guy, Tobias Gibson, was a plantation owner in Louisiana, but he lived great. in
1: Kentucky in the summers. And his family lived here. That's great, man. Okay. Little, um, uh, so, so on the night of the slave owner's daughter's wedding. mm mm-hmm.
2: I- <laughs> Well, so um, for the wedding, they added these big columns in the front of the house and these huge <laughs> mirrors in, like, the front parlor. Wow. Um, and the columns are a little... Like, I saw photos of it first, and I was like, okay, it looks kind of fine. It's In person, I was like, "E, it's it is, goofy.
1: It's very goofy. The it's on, owner saw owner saw columns, and he's like, I can do that, but more powerful and literally.
2: more um, It's on Second Street. If you look up photos of it, you can find it pretty easily. There's a lot of old houses on, like, definitely what huge part old of, what mansions. Part of Second Street? Like, past uh, Broadway. East, west. west. Past Broadway. Mm, it's past, down there.
1: Like if you're kind of west, t- west, east, second west in Broadway second intersect. So
0: what yeah, but if you're going
2: of... down second street, going west. So it's
0: on the side of the opera house. Okay. No, the no, the other side.
1: Well, Across that's the, the opposite. Which way in the direction of traffic, which way does second street flow towards? Cause
0: I, I second walk, street, is second, second I walk street there ways? all the time. I know what you're talking about. Second and it street. is on that side of the opera house. It
2: and is Millward's. the other side of Broadway that Transy is not haunted.
1: Yeah, okay, that's great. That's, <laughs> that's huge. You have loved <laughs> okay. That. okay, yeah, okay.
2: To okay, yeah. there's a lot of old houses down there, and yeah. it's it's down there. There's actually several other haunted houses on Second Street over there. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so anyways, they add these columns, they add the mirrors for yeah, they add the mirrors for this wedding, and it's like a huge event, whatever. Everyone's supposed to come to it. It's like high big high society event in the 1840s. And, but Sarah, the girl who's getting married, gets stood up. The groom does not show up. No. (gasps) I know. And she's heartbroken about this. And she flings herself out of a second floor window and
1: dies. Whoa. Yeah.
2: That's um, yeah, good. What's I thought the mirror to do, would. But I thought know.
1: the mirror would play into it. The mirror's
2: going to play into it oh, this whole I was hoping she's
1: like she's like, and she killed herself with the mirror. <laughs> That'd be good though. She did a little Charles Foster Kane uh, moment, <laughs> um, and then walked to death. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, so allegedly now you can see her spirit in the mirrors. You That's can great. see her reflection in
1: the mirrors. Mm-hmm. We should write. We should send a letter to that address.
2: Well, the guy... Well, hold on. I'm going to get to this. Hold on okay, to that. sorry. So, well, appar- this was also apparently at the time... Every- it was like a local legend. Like, everyone knew that this girl Sarah's ghost could be seen in these mirrors. Like, it was like Whoa. a thing everyone just, like, knew so about. The
1: dad's like, I'll charge money to come see it.
2: <laughs> no, but that would be good,
1: though. I <laughs> <be very> <laughs> see my dead daughter. Well,
2: so, like, flash for, like, 100 years in the 1950s, this guy named... Kemble Underwood owns the house, and apparently he's this real eccentric guy, and he claims that he used to talk to Sarah all the time, and that they were friends. Now that's fucked up. But listen, <laughs> he was apparently a portrait painter, and he painted a portrait of Sarah oh, no as he saw way. her in the mirror, and the painting is still in the house, and oh, the wait, guy- It's in the fucking house? The painting is in the house.
1: The painting is coming from inside the house. <laughs>
2: yes. And... Um, he so the whoever owns it now so like you can there's big windows in the front you can see the mirrors in the front of the house oh, through the windows okay. the guy who owns it now he's a real good sport about this whole thing apparently okay, you kind of have to be right i know and he has the paint set up so you can see it in the reflection of the mirrors. Now, now Isn't that's that good. cute. that's really wow. good
1: saving it from sun damage and and putting it in the, it in the mirror. Scene, the
2: mirrors are like, they're huge, ornate, like floor-to-ceiling mirrors uh, with these fancy gold frames around them. There's photos online of Do you of think them. the
1: uh, people that made Luigi's Mansion thought <gasps> this is inspiration? Maybe a Because little... a lot of rooms in Luigi's Mansion looks like
2: Ghosts them. seem to like mirrors. It seems to be a thing that Which they're Which is into. funny,
1: because vampires don't.
2: <gasps> so wow. funny. Wow. Wow.
1: Curious. So
0: it's like imagine
1: imagine being
0: then like the next owner of that house, but you're really like not into oh, the yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like I'm imagining I'm imagining
1: right like, you know, it's like like, like cut to me. I'm like looking in the classifieds of the Herald-Leader and I was like, God, I just need a place to stay. Um, <laughs> and I take it, you know, it's like the, the housing market's so hot or whatever. This is the only one on the market being sold at a steep discount. And I'm like, and I'm like, perfect. Finally, they'll, um they'll approve my loan or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know. And I have to just sit there and I'm like, God, and I, I hate the tourists and most, and most importantly, I hate Sarah, who I see all the fucking time. (laughs) Won't
2: leave my goddamn house. Came
1: on. I mean, the first night. I mean, coming on to me uh, really hard. Well,
2: apparently, this guy, Kemble Underwood, who painted the photo, said that he had conversations with her all the time. They spoke to each other. Well, you know, that's kind of fun, isn't it? Well,
0: what if they didn't get along?
2: That'd be funny. Well,
0: that's
1: my shitty ghost roommate. That's my my shitty. That's that's, this is my story. I love that.
2: It's cute.
1: My shitty roommate, who is a ghost of a, a, basically. Okay, imagine it right. Like, how old was Sarah?
2: Who knows? She was on the time. She was probably eighteen.
1: Okay, great. I got this—an obnoxious eighteen-year-old mm-hmm. that threw themselves out of a window because some guy she never met stood him up. Right?
2: No, I think she knew him. Oh, that's
1: cute. I was—I was going all like. I thought it was arranged, and they were
2: going to meet. Yeah, I was going all
1: like, ah. I'm getting arranged at the, for, for my plantation on a plantation. Well, she killed daddy's. herself
2: because she was heartbroken, so I think they were in okay, love. Okay,
1: well, that's good. Well, that's even, I don't know, just, I just love the idea. It's like being, I don't know. It's like, um, it's just being, she's just, 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 just a total, like, we're just totally incompatible. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, and like, we try to make it, like, I'm like, how do I? And then, okay, little, 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 like, like, like season two throwaway gag. Um, uh-huh. It's like like a B plot, yeah. right? We get a couples therapist.
2: <laughs> I love that. It's <laughs> very sweet. To,
1: and I'm like, I have an unusual request. Mm-hmm. Um you know. You have to do like a seance to,
0: to like <laughs> get to her. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but she's in but she did, she could just appear. She's like, I know yeah. this sucks. Okay, can we? The story I love, I was think good. My funny. Um, you all listen to me for my 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 political coverage. You do <laughs> right, and
2: also your pilots that you're making. Yeah. But <laughs>
1: <Nah>. <laughs> so, I, already,
0: I have the whole the whole like cinematography in my head already of this pilot.
2: I love it. I I think we should make it. But um,
1: can take and a, and you sh- take make... a shot every time a podcast is like, I have a pilot for a show.
2: What if you guys did a podcast together, you and Sarah, Ghost Ghost Podcast. <gasps>
1: She would sound something like, "Everyone, be really quiet so they can get this on the mic." Mm -hmm. Like it would sound like this, which is some okay. My my co-hosts here don't have a have have, aren't aren't monitoring this thing. No, really, something really fucked up going on in the channels. But that's what it was. I can't wait
2: to listen to the recording. You think Sarah's been
1: podcasting with us this entire time? (gasps) Why do you think we have
0: the the Christmas music in the (laughs) background?
2: Sarah, is that you? Oh my God! She's communicating with us.
1: Yeah. Anyway.
2: Anyways, another house on Second Street, and I don't know which one it is. I couldn't figure out. There's another house on Second Street.
1: They're kind of all pretty unique, do not you? Um,
2: you because this? he doesn't. This is another. This is another one comes from Dr. Jonathan Coleman. He doesn't give a name of the house. He just says a house on Second Street, oh. where Mary Todd Lincoln's teacher, teacher we used to live when but
1: not mary todd lincoln
2: no but her ghost shows up in this house and they leave a light on in the set on this in a second floor bedroom for her or something because she mary likes todd it.
1: shows up or the teacher mary todd
2: shows up there
1: i've seen this house on a guest tour
2: Oh, well yeah, it's I've this totally, one. I but think, no, totally wait. think I've seen this. Yeah. Allegedly, Mary Todd Lincoln, as it goes, appears in three houses in Lexington. Which is what's really But in on in one house she's a child. Lexington fun fact. Yeah, Lexington fun fact. In one house, she's a child. In this house that I'm talking about, she's like a young woman, like when she would have first married uh-huh. Abraham Lincoln. And in another house, she's like an elderly widow. But she there's three houses in Lexington that claim that are they are haunted That's, by Mary Todd Lincoln. That
1: is so like buildings, buildings being tied to a certain memory or image, mm-hmm. like that's so. See, and like in like a real, in like having that manifest mm-hmm. three times, three in times in Lexington.
2: She loved Lexington.
1: Yeah. Well, bitches will do anything to gain that a uh, Lincoln <laughs> uh, thing. You know. Yeah. Uh, forget, forget, the land of Lincoln or um, child. Uh, childhood home of Lincoln mm-hmm. or birthplace of Lincoln. We got three of his wife's we ghosts. Got
2: three Mary Todd ghosts. Well, I. One of my things about ghosts is that I think that ghosts are not like conscious spirits, but they're like impressions of the past. And I think if. It, let's say this is true, let's say manifestations of Mary Todd Lincoln really do appear in three houses, it's just because they would have been three places where mm. passive pressures of her still exist yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So, maybe possible. Who knows? Something I thought it was kind the of funny. for urban
1: geographers out there to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does, how, what does the space have to do with it?
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the last place I'm going to talk about that Dr. Jonathan Coleman talked about was, is the John Hunt Morgan House, which is now called Hopemont. <laughs> Oh, wait, they call, it? It's called Hopemont now. And the sign outside even says Hopemont and everything.
1: Oh, <laughs> Jesus fucking <laughs> but Christ. But it's
2: on the corner of Mill and... Second? Whatever. It's across street from Gratz Park on the corner of Mill yeah, there. Yeah, yeah.
1: I've seen... I've been to this house. Yes. Not inside.
2: I've never been inside, but... I staked out there for a little while. I'll talk about that in a minute. Shh, <laughs> um, John Hun Morgan House, built in 1814. Um... <laughs> John Hunt Morgan who lived there was I didn't know this until so I was reading about this. Was his nickname was the Thunderbolt of the Confederacy. He was like a real fucked up guy, did yeah, a lot man. of fucked up stuff. I didn't even know about this, okay? <laughs> until I was reading about this. And also he went to Transy he was kicked out for bad behavior. So wow.
1: you know, a little And they let the and they let anyone through that place. For real. E- 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 <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Davis, I'm you. talking about you.
2: Literally that. Um so apparently the John Hunt Morgan house is especially haunted by an enslaved woman they had that lived there. I think at the same time as John Hunt Morgan's family uh-huh. lived there. Um her name was Bouvette James. Allegedly she haunts his house, and she you can tell it's her because she always wears red leather shoes. It's
1: That's like a big I heard I've heard this exactly. Yes. Yeah.
2: I, um, I, don't <laughs> I don't know who made that one up. I don't know who made that one up, but allegedly you can. she's most man. commonly seen looking out the windows that overlook Gratz Park.
1: Yes, because we spent a lot of time looking at those fucking windows. I, felt, uh-huh. I
0: was like, where is she? Where are you? I can't see her. Yeah.
1: You were on that tour, <laughs> I was on that tour. <laughs> yeah, 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 oh,
2: my God. No way. Well, I love that. Well, and, um.
1: So you're sitting there in your full ghillie Mm -hmm. suit with your sniper Mm -hmm. rifle in a bush in Gratz Park, (laughs) just waiting to dome a ghost.
2: I did (laughs) sit in Gratz Park for. There's a. Why is everything around Gratz Park haunted? I don't know. I spent a long time in Gratz Park. A lot.
1: Of, <laughs> let me say this: I think the area around Gratz Park is particularly haunted because a lot of a lot of fucked up yes. guys that have done a lot of horrible hellish deeds, yeah, live there.
2: Yeah, it seems like this. That's the common theme. Um, but the story. <laughs> listen,
1: the, okay, guys. I want you to imagine in your head for like two seconds. Okay, like, like the eighteen forties. Lexington equivalent of, like, like Epstein and Maxwell. Stop. <laughs> anyway,
2: that's my... That's who lives <laughs> around
0: Gratz Park. Just, just people like that. There's everyone who lived around Gra-
1: Gratz Park. Yeah. yeah.
0: they're all that Every time. house. <laughs> Every single one.
1: Something evil is going on there.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: Well, but here's the thing about the story about Bouvet James. Apparently only dates back to the 1920s.
1: Well, yeah, of course.
2: Which, I mean... It, to me it's pretty obvious that if there's, even if there's any truth to the story, it's they very much Professor James gets painted as like she was like a beloved nanny, yeah, and that's why she classic. sticks around at the house. It's very much the kind of like <laughs> <laughs> people in the South in the early Southern 20th century r- are trying to rebrand. Yeah. Slavery as not that bad. And like actually the slaves were yeah. having a good time.
1: Well, we just hit the big, somewhere someone in central command at the proto-Pentagon just uh, like in like night and like right at the end of the of World War 1 lifted like a plastic a clear plastic protected butter, um, button that just says do the race riots yeah um and they just hit that like repeatedly <laughs> like throughout all of like 1918 yes, and 19
2: for sure but i kind of think i mean it feels like if she's actually haunting this place it is not because she was having such a great time there and she just wants yeah. to make sure the the hunt morgan family is still having an awesome time oh just house. here to look over you literally well that's how the story that's how the story goes that she's there because she she's just like, loved it she's there. got like a bat
1: that she's palming
2: literally yeah. anyways so that's all the stuff i got from dr jonathan coleman and tales from the kentucky room but it was interesting give it a listen i guess if you want to that's fun um, another allegedly haunted place in town is Ashland. Of course, Henry Clay's home is, and, um, now allegedly. That, Henry, now that's
1: haunted for a lot of.
2: Well, allegedly the Henry Clay is the one who haunts it.
1: No fucking way. Yeah. That's and a stubborn asshole.
2: I know. And allegedly. He can't just leave. I know. Well, uh, well, this is the thing is that apparently he's very, he seems very friendly. Oh. People claim that he's sticking around because he loved Ashland. He's, he's like.
1: A, he's a revisionist. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> is that well and apparently I saw one account described this. he's just very pleased about the way they're keeping Ashlyn he really likes it so this I'm is why he sticks what around you guys are doing yeah well and apparently he appears in the red parlor in the house which is uh-huh. now it's staged his study now and apparently he's always seen in a black coat with white hair which I'm like so you're seeing him like full like yeah that's Henry Clay because that's crazy
1: I know right I, I, hope I it's true we should we should try and tour so it costs
0: worked. money. It's it like no a, a decent way. amount of money to, to tour it, yeah.
1: Okay, um. Well, uh, we
2: can go there, though. We can go outside we accept all we
1: want. We business expense. checks. Write that off. Um, yeah. If anyone wants to send us just some valuable medals that we can exchange for money.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. we got to go to uh. Ashland.
1: I like that. I, I mean, I, I'm imagining
0: that it's the, the workers of Ashland that are reporting this. I think mm-hmm. it's funny that they're the ones saying that Henry Clay's pleased with how they're <laughs> taking care of.
2: <laughs> they're like, we're doing a really good job,
0: guys. <laughs> guys you're not going to believe this. Henry, Henry Clay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Henry Clay, he showed up and he was running things. And they're like, well, yeah. And then, and then he said to me, he said really great job recreating the study. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you deserve well, a raise. Yes, I agree. Is, my books well, were stacked in that order, which <gasps> conveniently settles some sort of little long-term little historical dispute. <laughs> oh, I
2: would love that. Well, I think the way that everything I read about this, it they the Red Parlor, they said, they were all like, it is now staged as his study, which implies that it was not his study when yeah. he was alive. So I don't know
1: why he would be I'm not living that. that authentic. Well, because if they showed you his actual study... Heesh. I mean, <laughs> you'd know, be yeah.
0: like I love what you done with the place.
2: Yeah,
1: well, literally. They're like they was it was deemed too historically important for them to destroy his actual study because um, you know, uh, redacted, but um the they're like, well, we can't we, we have to show a study, so his actual study is uh is sealed away, mm-hmm. um and uh, it's got like I don't know have fucked you, up shit. Have in you it. ever
2: seen the cute little cat grave that's on the yes, of that's adorable, oh, that's man. Very cute. I
1: remember if any of those real guys out there remember that game Ingress. I think it's still around or whatever, but it was just, just I N G R E S S. I'm not going to explain what it is. A lot of people went to Ashland specifically for it and there's wow. a lot of great stories on the uh i don't know if it still exists but it, there was like a local like lexington google groups for ingress wow. and it was a, kind of like a rite of passage to be uh there late at night playing ingress and then being asked to leave or whatever they were
2: asked to leave
1: yeah you can't be there at night but i've
2: the, been at ashland at night a lot i've never been asked to leave
0: i've yeah. been there at
1: night. if you stay there long enough um you will get asked to because one of their number one rules is like number one don't go to ashland at night <laughs> Because it was a very popular place to be in that wow, these game. people are wrong. I mean, anyway, anyway. I'm just probably very psychically important.
2: Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, anyways. Moving on from Ashland, I'm going to talk briefly about Transy. We've okay. already spoken ill about Transy. <laughs> yeah, literally. That
1: was me trying to do a thunder. You could
2: insert a little sound effect there? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, babe, this is going out tonight, I guess. Got... <laughs> oh, God, you're right. And we have a lot to get through, so. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>
2: Um, apparently Transy is cursed By a former professor Whose name is Constantine Rafanesque. Rafanesque. Ah uh,
1: yes yeah, Something like that Yes, Mr. something like that. A, a real name for real people. Professor
2: R. Yeah, well, they call him Raf, Okay, allegedly he cursed the place after he left there. He taught botany or something in the 1800s at Transylvania. That's good. Um, it's really unclear to me what the curse is. I guess it's just bad things happen. The, the
1: curse, the curse is just to be basically a historical oddity, um, and not a real. Institution.
2: yeah well apparently the curse is allegedly supposed to strike every seven years something bad is supposed to happen i guess the curse
1: is that is that the tuition goes up Um, yeah literally (laughs) the tuition doubles every seven years is the curse
2: well at transy and i didn't know this because i'm not a fucking transy student yeah every week the week leading up to halloween is raf week yeah oh and they like do like special stuff they have to honor him yeah. Well, yes. This is a the thing. They're doing all this to try to convince him to undo the curse.
1: He has become like a god.
2: Yes, because he's. Which I think is His cute. tomb is on campus. I wanted to go see if I could find it before we record the episode, but I did not have time.
1: Okay. Is that a Is that actually true?
2: Yes, because listen to this. Every year on Halloween, certain students win a, a like a little lottery, and they get to go spend the night in the tomb.
1: Okay. Then all right, I know where the tomb is. Then if I know is. Let's was go t- after it. It's this. under the. It's under that giant staircase. It is. I think it's on the side of it. Is yeah. Well, the entrance is on the side of it or yeah. whatever. But that is where I have been told this, right? But uh-huh. I assume the guy was shitting with me because he lied. Because he, it's it's a, it's a ghost tour. He wants to talk. He talked about this insane son about this guy who died jumping off for some Hollywood stunt off the Chase Building.
2: Jeez, I've never <laughs> found any half proof of the half of the no, we making up
1: too. Yeah. Like well, that was well, that was the whole thing about that.
2: There was some movie they filmed in Lexington and I can't remember the name oh, of wait. it.
1: Never mind maybe it was some and of the truth.
2: Somebody died filming it, doing a stunt for this movie.
1: Never maybe maybe the guy was not lying. I just assumed the guy was lying about it.
2: No, that's true because I've
1: gone on the tour twice now, Aaron.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, well that's I think that's I think that's true.
1: That's wait, that's crazy then. Yeah. Wow holy shit so
2: that's maybe the most spooky thing of all here's an
1: interesting
0: fact about the whole seven years thing about the seven years curse and that's uh, it's, it's tied to the sun have you have you heard of this? No. What?
1: Now talk about some fucking bored STEM majors. I mean, <laughs> not. How, I mean, you don't even like. You don't even about. You're you're trying to you're trying to do chemistry, but like it's like in like the side of a library or whatever mm-hmm. because it's transient No, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. This is interesting, and it, it you know it ties back to Marxism. Oh great! Oh perfect! Phew.
2: Thank God, we finally did it. And we're on
1: the in- as if none of the other stuff did. I mean, well, okay. <laughs> this city's haunted by the ghosts of the exploited. Hello. There
0: is there is
1: a noticeable and there's and a Pinchu. noticeable correlation
0: in the amount of um like human of uh, human societal unrest <sighs> and the and solar activity. Talk about some fucking
1: bullshit phenomena like Hegel shit right now. <laughs> okay, keep and going. Sol-
0: and solar activity based on when the sun is in its solar cycle when it's more strong every seven to eleven years there are more (gasps) Uh, you've already
1: you already just you gave the goose away
0: there are more, there are more incidents of revolution, social unrest, which is why in the summers, you can see like a little, yeah, little, yeah, little, yeah. little micro examples of this. In the summers, there's always more, <laughs> more social
1: unrest yeah, yeah, that happen yeah. than in the winter. Just just because just the side of the sun, It's because right? it's hot. Okay, high. okay, Aaron, tell me, tell me, um, what do, what do, uh, uh what about summer do the, um, do the, uh. February and October revolutions.
0: Hey, look, I'm just saying. I'm speaking in general trends here. If you look at general trends, this the thing about statistics. If you start to look at the individual, it starts to break down. But statistics isn't about the individual. It's, it's all about, about the, lying. It's all about the population. <gasps> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> statistics is about lying to you. I mean,
0: that's one way. That's yeah,
1: yeah.
2: All right. Well. <laughs>
1: Bitches be entering statistics into the bait in the same way that one might try to uh, uh, roll in a uh, oil painting in um, as evidence in a court case. Um, but let me
0: let me say this, listener. Look up the look up solar cycles and. <laughs>
1: Look up, oh okay, listeners. In but if you're a big fan of me, if you're a bigger fan, look up um, the upcoming pole shift.
2: Oh my god,
1: <laughs> the magnetic poles are gonna flip and we're all gonna die.
0: What yeah. other what other Lexington stories are there? Oh, shit, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, let's get back to this. Um, uh, next up, we're talking about the Loudon House. All right, uh, which is now, of course, owned by the Lexington Art League. <laughs> Um, that which was is, the guns. Yeah, whatever, I'm not even going <laughs> to...
1: What? No, 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 What do you got?
2: I'm not going to sit on this podcast and speak ill to Lexington and Arlie, but...
1: Please... T- it's...
2: Let me say this.
1: <laughs> I'm th- I know you have your own career to look out for or whatever, but I need... Wait,
2: oh my god, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I just feel bad. <laughs> what to... are you shielding us from? Oh, think... I just don't want to okay, speak well, too well of like Lex if, and Arlie. If you,
1: if you don't give a shit about your your view
2: i mean that's true listen well, not
0: like now you have to talk about it we've been talking about it for for so long <laughs> they
1: tuned even out, They've not tuned not out. they
2: tuned out they don't know
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> well all i'll say is that i emailed so there's no i couldn't find any contacts for just people that worked at the just with the loud in-house okay huh. i can only find i the only people i could contact is alex and ardley themselves who their email address is lexandardley at gmail.com don't email okay. them I mean, I guess you can't. Whatever.
1: At gmail.com. How about that instead? Email them
2: instead. Yeah. Um, whatever. Which I thought was a little weird. It was just a Gmail address. Whatever. Yeah, I emailed too. them, and I was like, "Do you guys have like?" I'm. I did my whole thing. I'm a UK student doing research on ghosts, and. um I kind of was like, do you – is there a more specific email address of someone I can email who might know more, at least, at the very least, about the history of the Loudoun House? And they responded to me that nobody works there whose whole job is to, like – nothing about historic preservation of the Loudoun House, nothing about caring for the Loudoun House or anything like that, which you'd think.
1: Which is funny because every every, thing, every house that can be called as the proper noun house – usually has a fucking a squadron of yeah. historical people just You'd think. chained to it and where do they get their salaries from I don't know. who
2: knows well who whoever emailed me said you could come in and just talk to people that are in the galleries i'm like what the gallery attendants are going to like whatever so goofy. It, it i thought it was goofy but anyways um allegedly the Loudoun house is haunted allegedly there are two Ghosts of Victorian women oh, great. who haunt the Loudoun House. Oh, yeah.
1: Victorian women. It's always yeah. Victorian women. It's very, always these Victorian women. Very curious because we're in Lexington, Kentucky. <laughs> think, <It> about, was... <laughs> think on that one. Think on that one.
2: Okay, well, this time period. I'm using that word because what they used. Um, uh, so because it's all oh, my Lexington Art League, all the bedrooms upstairs are now studios, like oh, art studios. Um, allegedly, one of these studios, it always it will randomly smell very strongly of women's perfume um for no reason but <laughs>
1: talk about a uh, talk about a um a gripe that you thought you talk about being very gullible uh uh-huh. having a gripe because you're like i think it's um you know like like i think my studio mate or whatever uh wears too much perf- perfume <laughs> or whatever, right and you go and they just say no i don't wear perfume and you're like oh god it must be a ghost that's well, good. That's what I hope the story is. I don't know if you share the studios when you have them at the... I, or house. someone next to you. I don't know. Whatever. Assuming... Well, well
2: ghosts, it's a common thing that people think ghosts can manifest as smells. Okay. I have a little story about that. Maybe Okay, we'll, all right. Maybe we'll... Should I tell it or should I wait? Wait.
1: Wait. Let's save it.
2: Okay, we'll save it. Um, and people not, often hear And you know, disembodied... Don't shoot your entire
1: shot um, on the first year of the Christmas spooktacular, oh, and that's a threat uh, well, to those no. listening. <laughs>
2: um... <laughs> Uh, also apparently people hear disembodied women's voices upstairs um and you know as i mentioned before i know a thing or two about having a haunted studio so mm-hmm. i have sympathy for these people at the Loudon house who are having the ghost tortured artists yeah exactly
0: are there any art studios in lexington that are not haunted
1: no. uh cloud <laughs> seats or whatever i don't know probably just normal commercial or <laughs> cena <scenic> or whatever <laughs> Maybe i don't believe, do i know there. people that have studios there oh um
2: well, anyways, moving up the Loudon House, there's not a lot of evidence there. Allegedly it's haunted, whatever. Couldn't get a lot of answers. Uh, there's also the Waveland Historic Site is allegedly haunted.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, of course, it used to be a plantation home. Now it's a fancy little yeah.
1: So automatically museum. haunted for owning for slaves. For sure. Yeah.
2: Um, I actually could not find, like, almost any testimony about exactly what kind of paranormal activity is going on Whoa. at Waveland there was a ghost hunting show that went there, but sadly I couldn't find the episode, so I don't know what they found. Um, <laughs> but apparently someone from the Lexington Paranormal Research Society
1: Holy shit, get said them on that the pod. The
2: Waveland is undoubtedly haunted, and that is a direct quote. So
1: I think they may be a prod- using the same uh, logic that I'm using on uh, for to give my definitely haunted. Um... Yeah,
2: well, I don't know. Stuff's going on there. Couldn't find any specifics, but allegedly there's lots of ghosts there. Moving on from Waveland, I, this is my one Richmond ghost. I'm sorry, everybody, but we have Holy to talk shit, about Claire. what I told you. There's going to be a Richmond ghost. Yeah, I told you. Said
0: that at the beginning of the show. Did she? Yeah.
1: I guess I tuned out. Like rather. the very beginning of the show. At trial. the very
2: beginning, I did say there's yeah. a Richmond ghost, but okay, it's Whitehall, so. and we have to talk about Whitehall yeah, yeah, because course. it's right outside of Lexington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's super apparently super super haunted.
1: Super super haunted.
2: Certified um, haunted. Yeah. <laughs> And it's one of those, it's also, I don't know if it's just because it's a big deal in Richmond, but a lot of people that have worked there have done a lot of little local news interviews where they're like, yeah, there's ghosts here. I've seen That's a ghost good. at Whitehall, which I think some, is great. Glad to see
1: that some, uh, like like land trust, is uh, brave enough to take the. Uh, oh yeah, totally haunted line. Well,
2: yes. Well, okay. I didn't mention this when I first brought up the emails, but as I did research, I found out that a lot of these places, their official stances that they're not haunted, which I think is the reason that I got that really rude email from that one place, or why I didn't get emails back at all, is because a lot of these places they don't want to brand themselves as haunted. Whitehall is not that way. They do ghost tours and they're shit like, every fuck year. Yeah, they're get like, get in here. They don't know how else to get people to come there because who gives a fuck about Cassius Clay? Sorry, God. Sorry. <laughs> but anyways, Cassius Clay built it. He lived there. It was built in 1799, so it's like pretty
1: old. Oh wow, man.
2: Um, again, a lot of testimony from employees. In one article I read, which was a little older it was from 2007, whatever. Um, a park Spooky. manager said that she had experienced a lot of unexplainable things, including a lot of strange noises and again, strange smells. Mm-hmm. I love I love the ghost smells. I think that that's. I will say I I didn't mention in the beginning, but I did. I've had several experiences that I'm convinced. Know. Are are sort of ghostly experiences that have all about smells. Sometimes, oh, and
1: you know what? You that's that's irrefutably not carbon monoxide.
2: Carbon monoxide is odorless.
1: Yes, that's what I'm. That's what I. I (laughs) Yeah, because you can't exactly.
2: Well, I will say this: my um, late grandfather. Sometimes I will like this happens to me all the time. And I feel weirdly psychically connected and for reasons I'm not going to get into in the podcast, oh, shit! <laughs> but um, <laughs> I sometimes will be somewhere and I will walk like just out of nowhere. Smell a smell that it, it is like, it is sound. It smells exactly like my grandfather, like exactly now like that him. Is, and it's like, I will it's step out of it. Smell never, it. Step out of it. Don't smell it anymore. How have you Never
1: told me this.
2: I don't know. That's
1: Fuck, why didn't you lead with that? That's intense. I
2: forgot. I forgot. I forgot to bring it up.
1: Okay, but all right. That's good. Well,
2: oh, but you know, if uh, my grandfather is out there manifesting a sense, my. This is a story I would mention earlier, but I should just tell it really quick because it's fast. Okay. Uh, My grandma. She used to live in Cleveland, Ohio,
1: <laughs>
2: but, so I'm sorry, this is Ohio. <laughs> but it's a good one. It's about my grandpa that I was just mentioning. Yes, yes. Right after he died. So my grandma, when she lived in Ohio, lived on this big piece of property. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that big. It was a few acres, but it was in a neighborhood, and the house was, like, in the middle. So she didn't have any, like, really close neighbors, which is kind of important to the story. Or at least kind of important, I think, to proving that might be unexplainable activity. Um, my grandpa smoked a pipe his whole life, whatever. And, um, right after he died, my grandma was in her house and she smelled the totally distinct smell of pipe smoke in the house. My grandma doesn't smoke. And in fact, actually my grandpa, before he died, had stopped smoking for like the last few years of his life. And my grandma was really confused because she was like, didn't know where the pipe smoke smell came from. She said she walked around her house and she walked outside of her house because she thought maybe someone was outside and there was nobody. And it was just—it was real localized. It was just on the second floor of their home, which is where my grandparents' bedroom was. And it wasn't throughout the rest of the house. And I don't know, little ghost smells. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> Anyways, back to Whitehall because we—listen, we, we've been going on for a long time. We got to get through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's also a really great. Photo that I saw online—that's a couple's wedding photo at Whitehall that has a ghostly figure in the background. Which it is so clear, I almost want to say it's fake. But
1: like, yeah, I believe it's fake.
2: But um, it's. But fun. I'm into
1: that. I'm like that. They're like, yeah, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Um, this sort of allegedly reputable ghost hunter named Patty Starr went there in 2002, and she wrote an entire book about ghost hunting in Kentucky. And there's an entire chapter dedicated Whoa. to her investigations at Whitehall whoa um and she claims that her and her team have captured over 100 photos of orbs and shape anomalies
1: which that's crazy you know
2: ghost people love the orbs
1: and shape anomalies and they love the anomalies the man the man uh, approached me in a uh, shape anomaly (laughs) manner um i'll describe (laughs) him as a has a shape anomaly
2: yeah and Uh, she also allegedly several videos of orbs and
1: i know it was claire it's very funny to watch you check out like like eight books about <laughs> about all this stuff at the library. Did you did you check out this book?
2: No, I didn't. Sad. I know. I I read about this book in a little like <laughs> article from some Richmond local news outlet.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Um, there's also an EKU professor. I don't know if he still teaches there. At the time of this article, he did, named Kevin McQueen, who wrote a book about Cassius Clay and subsequently spent a lot of time at Whitehall. Uh, Not for ghost purposes, but he claims he's had ghost experiences there. Uh Um, He says he's experienced lights turning on and off in empty rooms. Um, Again, with the unexplainable smells, he said he'll, like, pipe smoke is a big one that he smelled in in, uh, Whitehall. And it'll, like, he says it'll fill a single room and then suddenly disappear. Like, it doesn't dissipate, it just stops. What the fuck?
1: fucking what
2: yeah isn't that crazy like
1: a cartoon
2: like a cartoon and um he said that in the 1960s there were renovations being done to the house and there was a trailer placed outside of Whitehall that guards stayed in overnight why i don't know but whatever
1: okay the anomaly is not the trailer i was about to be like when you said there was a trailer that was out there and <laughs> Can you there imagine were i was like what the i'm like no
2: (laughs) this was for the guards i don't know i don't
1: know what's in the fucking trailer Um, but apparently
2: the guards would almost every night watch a single ball of light moving from window to window in the second floor master bedroom
1: setting my clock to the ghost orb like it's a manual yeah
2: literally um and they would always investigate the light but they never found a source
1: Wow, they're like they're like oh, guess we should get up and check that out. Yeah, I want
2: If honestly, I do not believe they were always. In- I think they probably looked a couple times and they were like, hey, this is just a thing.
1: Yeah, they're like five months into it. They're like, eh, we probably shouldn't. <laughs>
2: yeah, um. So I've got a couple more, and I got all these from a little Smiley Pete Publishing article. So oh, that's cute. Shout out to Shout them. Shout out.
1: Are they even around? Do they exist anymore? I think they do, but their offices do not anymore. That's mm. well, I mean, that's the real tragedy. I know, isn't it? That's the thing. Okay, okay. All these mysterious organizations about Lexington. If you're so real, don't include my podcast in this. In this, uh, what I, I? just realized. Why don't you have a physical business location in which I can? There's a there, physical there, business. Yeah, location. there's a physical
2: Lame Studios.
1: Just haven't found it yet.
2: What I'm saying.
1: <laughs> anyway, it's really sad that like b- both the Herald Leader and thing. In fact, one could argue, mm-hmm. Lame is the only media out. The only. Uh, uh, a media outlet in uh, Lexington that has their own building now. Don't think about the TV stations. Don't think about it. Don't, think about, don't think about the we, radio. we can't
0: work from home doing Lame.
1: Yeah. What? The what?
0: We can't work from home doing You're Lame. you can't or We can't, cannot. Cannot.
2: You could do it over Zoom. It'd be fucked up.
0: We would not do the
1: show over Zoom. I know. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, anyway, <gasps> <the king>? Stop.
2: <laughs> so, um... The Bell House, which I have, sp- is allegedly haunted. The place I used to spend a lot of time as a kid because my granny, my late granny, used to <laughs> um, volunteer there or something. She took like classes, senior classes there too. I don't know. All right, great. And I would have go- to go there all the time with her. And I was always very scared as a kid. I'm not saying that's a ghost thing, but it always, the house always freaked me out. Um, anyways, it was built in 1845. And according to an employee, at the Bell House, and this was, they were quoted, they were interviewed in the Smiling Pete article. And the article is also from 2012. Just to uh-huh. like, I don't, I don't know if they still work there. Um, there's a ghost of a young lady who was somehow involved in some love triangle in her life. How this person knows this, I don't know.
1: I've been, <laughs> I've been out looking for her. <laughs> yeah. I... There was one I, I there was like like one night late night where we like were like climbing cuz there's like some accessible stairs <laughs> that are outside of it so we were like climbing up and down it and like doing all this shit. It was really spooky.
2: Oh. Um what was I? Okay. This woman involved in a love triangle. She's a ghost. She's haunting there. Apparently she only shows up at the bell house when there's somehow an event happening there that somehow involves romance, like weddings or anniversaries, because the bell house is apparently a very popular wedding venue. So, if you like
1: break in at night to like have sex, like like in like I wonder, like a, does she like show a up when there's film?
2: that'd be fun? She shows
1: up and it's not. She's just like, wow, love, love.
2: She's like, I love love. She says, love is love. Um, <laughs> and they
1: run out screaming. Uh, yeah. Because...
2: Um. Apparently, cleaning staff has heard the spirit making noises upstairs after events when there's no one else there. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, also this apparition has even showed up in photographs a couple times, including some people's wedding photographs. I couldn't find these photographs, but you know, if anyone has them, I guess send them to us.
1: Like <laughs> gmail.com. Exactly. When have... calls, like Blake was like, actually, it was um, my way. The, 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 the photographs are real, and I'm on the board that that is entrusted
0: with <laughs> it. The photographs are real, and I was actually working in the film lab. I was
1: working. Uh, I developed them. Yes.
2: I yeah exactly. <laughs> um apparently also the old courthouse is haunted yeah um
1: man you know when they were um not to uh, when they were renovating and they dug that big pit along second street uh and you could see down and you could see the second entrance that like went underneath to the Uh, jailhouse i'm like (gasps) very scary yeah
2: well um they interviewed who this the inter- in the Smiley Pete article, they interviewed Deborah Watkins, who's the director of the Lexington History Museum there, or at least she was at the time of the mm-hmm. article. I don't know if she still works there or whatever. All right. um, so she says that she's had plenty of ghostly encounters in the building, including lights turning on and off, chairs moving, and doors opening and closing on their own. Um, and she thinks that the ghost, that it's a ghost, and that the ghost is a result of a apparently grisly hanging that took place there in the 1800s. Grizzly. I know. They use the word grizzly um and she hey, also, are
1: they talking about a lynching
2: i was wondering it seemed i don't like i
1: can't name you I don't, I don't know really know if they had gallows just chilling there
2: i don't know they execute people there i don't know listen i this is all that's the details a, was given but i was wondering
1: on Sheepside.
2: i know i was wondering
1: that's uh, <clears throat> anyway, keep.
2: um but uh Miss Deborah said that she had at least one volunteer quit after feeling he had been grabbed while cleaning alone one night. Um, And evidently, this volunteer had heard voices and footsteps in the building, but this grabbing was the final straw for him. He had to quit after that.
1: That's, I mean, you're like, sorry, but I can't work here anymore.
2: Yeah. He was a volunteer, man.
1: Wow. That's, that's, that's powerful terrifying and well listen Ugh. to this so where does he work now i
2: don't know <laughs> does he have
1: a gofundme Is he I, I, I don't
2: know this was a long time ago. i don't know what he's oh, doing shit. it was like probably 10 years ago this happened oh, fuck. um so deborah herself reports that she didn't believe that the place was haunted until late one night when she was carrying a prop for a halloween exhibit at the museum oh, and the prop okay, was a fake yourself. listen to this the prop
1: was a fake noose which, I don't know. Okay, idiot. <laughs> I know. Idiot. Okay, all right, hold a whole second. Wait a second. You're in the fucking courthouse, and you're doing a Halloween party, and you're like, I'm going to decorate it, and I'm going to put, like, a noose? <laughs> like,
2: yeah, I don't know what's up with that. So,
1: you got to be breaking some law, right?
2: Well, <laughs> she claimed go. that she was carrying the noose prop to put it away, and something grabbed her around her neck. And she said, this is a quote from her. She says, I ran screaming from the building. Whatever it was did not let go until I hit the middle of Short Street. And then she says, interesting to note, our basement extends to into roughly the middle of Short Street.
1: Our basement extends roughly a little into Short Street. Yeah. So.
2: She also says that the official position of the museum is that the building is not haunted. But. That's. That's, she believes it's haunted, and she was apparently very That's, I mean, look, if
1: you're test, that's, I wish I had the, that's spooky.
2: Isn't it? That's really spooky. I like that she had the whole story. I was like, this is compelling evidence. Uh-huh. Um. A couple other locations I visited in research is I went to African Cemetery Number no. 2, which is on 7th Street. Mm-hmm. Most of the bodies there are bodies that were found in unmarked mass graves and were moved there. I'm not saying it's haunted. i just saying, in a general, like, real life, I don't even want to say spooky. Like, upsetting in a horrible just, just, way. Just
1: the horrors.
2: Exactly, yes. And also... <sighs>
1: Wouldn't be lame without it, baby. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Single
2: teeth. There's also all the tunnels that are underneath Cheapside. Yeah. Um, They're all blocked off now. You can't get to them anymore. But I was doing some reading line of people who were talking about these tunnels. And someone said that you, they used to work in a restaurant over yeah. there, um, before they closed up the tunnels and that you could go down there then. Yes. And apparently they were very scary, not necessarily haunted, but definitely haunting. If uh, you will,
1: is this where, is this where we, is this where, well, I, could...
2: I this is, I do want to get into talking about the caves, but before we talk about the caves, I want to talk talking about, about oh, what?
1: Talking about the caves, talking about the fucking tunnels.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. I want to say something else before. okay, oh, okay, okay. Because you I did bring the thing? Read... I was ready. You No, because me this I is was... about the caves. This is about the caves. This is about All the right. caves. All right, okay, fuck. I found this book at archive.org that is that was called... It's a very old book.
1: <laughs> uh, link in the show notes. I, I don't, just, I mean, I'm not gonna just link this in book. Is Link not in the show up. notes? Oh, is it not? Oh, is it's it bad? bad? Oh, it's
2: called the book is called History of Lexington, Kentucky, and it was acquired by Cornell in
1: 1891.
2: Okay, um, and so it's from their library, and it's insane. Maybe we can link it in the show notes. I don't know if it's worth it, but <laughs> at the beginning, there's a section called Ancient Lexington um and in the right at the beginning of the book it retells the story of some settlers who were there in 1776 who came upon a cave entrance in the area um the area that would become lexington and they go into the cave they start descending into the cave um and what they assume to be about 15 feet below the surface they encountered a sort of catacomb (coughs) that was full of perfectly preserved, embalmed bodies. Basically, they encountered a bunch of mummies in this cave. That's, that's um,
1: the only thing that's there. I,
2: yes. <laughs> that's well, something. And then it says, well, okay, so then the book went on to say that there was some, there was, for the next six years after this event, whatever, they found these mummies, whatever, I don't know what happened. It just stops there. Uh-huh. And it says that for the next six years, there was a lot of fighting going on between the colonists and whatever Native Americans live there. Uh-huh. And um, at the end of those six years, some some another group of colonists went back to go find the catacomb to find all these mummies again, and they had all disappeared. The mummies were gone. That's Which something makes me think probably just the people who put if if they existed, the people who put them there probably just removed them.
1: I well, yeah okay. I love what a great history. Uh huh. That is very well. Hold a, on. You are. A a, a, a Lexington, a city whose origin story starts with the discovery that there are bodies in the ground.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, apparently when these people went back there, they said it wasn't just a catacomb, but it was a vast underground cemetery that was hundreds of feet in width and length and about 18 feet high. Like the ceilings were about 18 feet high. Um, And (laughs) this is the best part. The entrance has allegedly disappeared since oh. they encountered this.
1: Okay, well, um,
2: the whole story's kind of like goofy to me. I don't know, like, what? yeah, whatever. But the book almost acts like some sort of weird hocus pocus was going on there that made the that made the mummies disappear. And also, even the book even implied a little bit maybe there was a whole underground city under Lexington that has since disappeared, which is kind of funny. Anyways, yeah. that's all I have to say from this book. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the caves now? Yeah, we got to talk about
1: the caves. Yeah. So, I mean, the caves are, whether or not they're in your, whether or not you know they're in your mind, they're in everyone's mind that's in Lexington. Mm -hmm. Um, Lexington is built on Lexington, uh, limestone.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and, uh, the rule of thumb that I've always followed to find cave entrances and stuff in Lexington Mm -hmm. is, um, wherever there is water there is holes in the ground right there's holes under the ground they don't, you know or sinkholes whatever um, they are everywhere um, the main geography as I have learned to understand it I read through a, very, a lot of very cryptic forms and shit with a lot of shit that's missing a lot of dead links a lot of guys um, claiming to know a lot of things but also refusing to tell the exact details because they don't want to, um, reveal the location to anyone, mm-hmm. but the general overlay is that you have Town Branch Creek, right, which comes in along Manchester and then goes under, like, where, like, Rapp Arena is now, mm-hmm. right? That creek continues under Lexington, right, um, and is, uh part of or the I guess the reason why there was such a very large cave system that more or less follows Vine Street mm-hmm. um, uh, and you could get to it from there you could get from McConnell Springs right there was a and you can see if you go to McConnell Springs you can see where there was a entrance underground that they uh, that they closed off and filled um, if you go like way 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 in the back. Um, but you used to be, you could go from the Vine Street cave system out to, um, uh, McConnell Springs and allegedly there was some, there, there was some manner, the claim is that back in the day there was in some manner a way for you to get from the Vine Street cave system All the way to the Kentucky River, right? Which seems fun.
2: It is very fun.
1: And I don't know. There's that. There's like all the Beaumont, like Beaumont Circle, that whole area out there is built atop a giant cave system, of which you, I have identified probably what the entrance is on Google Maps, Um, but uh, there's like a side entrance. The main entrance was sealed up to it it is this gigantic cave system and we can't access or build any of it now, like do anything with it now because it's all owned by, you know, the develop, the people that, you know, it's not, it's, it's off access to us now to my understanding. Yeah. Basically the, 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 the word on the street is that in like the fifties, people sealed up all their entrances to the cave but that most buildings in main street that had basements had some sort of access to this cave very cool. the university of kentucky especially if you go to like the student center the reason that the you'll notice that the floors don't really follow something consistent right like you know the whole student center is more or less built sort of like sunk into that intersection Mm -hmm. of uh high street and euclid or Whatever. South Lime and Euclid. South Slimestone and uh Avenue Champions. Yeah. Yeah. Slimestone and uh, Winslow. Anyway. Yeah. Um <laughs> we, that really showed them. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a um oh, shoot, what am I saying? I totally forgot. It's
0: built in it's built into the intersection. It's built oh, in so a weird
1: way. The reason that the floor layout of, like, what is on what floor in the student center is so high is because they are building to the tolerance of the underground river that flows beneath it, right? And there are, to my understanding, certain places along campus, like, just outdoors, especially, like, along... Like, if you walk from Patterson Drive, like, uh, in Rose, if you walk down that and you walk down that whole path that goes up to the student center... It like not only does it sort of like you see it's you can follow sort of like the sink down that like points a line straight to the intersection on the other side of the building, Mm -hmm. Um, but there's also a lot a lot of storm drains along there. And I'm always very curious if it was if it's one of those drains that has a more direct access to just Mm. running water underneath it, which is what's so curious to me when you brought up that there is just running water. Yeah. Um, it, like exposed. You, there's, there's no, the grates in the your ceramics room <laughs> don't go into a, any sort of sewer. They go directly into some sort of underground.
2: I mean, I don't know what's going on. All I know is that I can, you can hear the water. That Not always. Sometimes it seems like it might be still, but then sometimes you hear it.
1: Interesting. So
2: I don't really know what's going on there. I don't know. I'll show you.
1: That's good. Yeah. yeah we yeah, can yeah, do yeah.
2: some investigation
1: about mm-hmm. that. But Yeah. I f- spent a lot of time in high school trying to find a lot of these entrances to said caves. Mm-hmm. And the only cave entrance that I've ever successfully found and gone into that I can recall is one out on Red Mile. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're driving from uh, Harrodsburg to Versailles down Red Mile, right? And you're actually circling Red Mile. Every once in a while, there um, are like places where their ground will dip down. And there's more vegetation in that area, right? Which is curious. the largest spot of that, which sort of sits which wouldn't exist if the intersection that you're going through was a true was a actual four-way, it's a three-way intersection. Mm -hmm. Like right where that goes is a like low spot with a lot of trees or whatever. And if you crawl down there, there is you you pass through some grating, which is like like really big grating or whatever, and there is a cave below you that um, that you can cl- that you climb down into. Wow. Um, and there's all sorts of shit in there or people have dropped in the bat or whatever. Wow. Um, there's a lot of very interesting really tiny offshoots that you can go through. Um I know a friend of mine tried climbing down one of them once. Like 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 down into one of, into one of them and that was terrifying for me as someone who was just standing there. Yeah. Um but to, there's no human to our knowledge, no human accessible way to get from That cave into anything into the larger system, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of it is connected. Um, uh, But you know, UK has a a lot of very interesting cave stuff. The two giant, like, bowl looking things, like the giant divots in the ground on either side of W.T. Young Library, Mm -hmm. it's because it's a giant sinkhole that it's all built on. It's awesome. Um, And I'm curious what is below the ground there. Um, But yeah that's uh the cave systems basically everywhere very hard to find any hard information about it um I found most of the interesting stuff just by literally going wherever there was water and stuff like that like I would love to climb underneath the uh uh Southland Drive Mm -hmm. like the water flows like from like where like Lafayette is it Lafayette that's out there that's by Southland Um, I think yeah I'm just gonna assume so yeah it's Lafayette um, there's like this stream that runs that divides the road. And if you follow that, it goes right where South and Drive would go. It goes under the intersection. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't see it again.
0: And there's an interesting one like that at Zandale too. Mm-hmm, That'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see where that goes.
1: Yeah. But in short, this whole place is full of caves. Um, and what I would do to safely, um, enter and look at it. Some of them. Yeah. But that's the whole town, full of this shit. It's Cave good. City, Cave City, very cool. Um,
2: yeah.
1: Is that the is at the end of the? Yeah, we did it, guys. No way. Well, it's happened again. You wasted another perfectly good two hours. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. <sighs> it's the spectacular.
2: It's the Lexington
1: spook- Christmas spectacular, 2021.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow. Don't you don't believe me? No, I just wanted to see how hey. how much we were recording.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I just said, oh, okay, whatever. Well, I wanted the specific number.
2: You guys can get stickers and buttons, which I designed. Claire Lame.
1: Thompson from ClaireThompson.com yeah. designed these.
2: Uh huh. And um, all you need to do is email lexlamepod at gmail.com and you should get them. Uh huh. They're free, and Aaron will email them to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I <gasps> mail, them. mail them physical. Jeez. I'm yeah. sorry. Physical <laughs> um, mail them.
1: <laughs> I'll
0: mail them to you. I got these cute stamps I've been wanting to use so for a yeah. long of time. You guys
1: got to see these stamps. The stamps the are really cute. The way to see cute. it is to, um, uh, to ask for
0: stuff from us. Mm-hmm. You know, I patronized the, the post office on High Street. Mm-hmm. I got some stamps. They're cool. They're cute. They're silly. They're fun.
2: I like them a lot.
0: And you can email us at LexLamePod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at LamePod. I don't I Do not have Do you have an outro?
1: Can you think of one? Ah, uh, I've been a ghost the whole time. Ah! Wait, guys, I
2: think that Aaron and Jenny were dead the whole time, and now I'm sitting alone in this room <laughs> in Lame Studios. And thank God this
1: is a non-canon episode
2: of Lame, and there are going to be yeah. people
1: in the next one. Oh, my God. They both died <laughs> because that was what the... Oh, oh, I get it. You pick up the sheet of the agenda picking up and uh-huh. you go. And, and, and even though we die every time we say <laughs> it, this, this is, is lame. lame.
2: Wow. This is it. the best Christmas wow. ever.
0: Yeah, okay.